I am the best at making up things on the fly for this podcast, as we can tell by our excellent track record. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Table in the Basement. My name is Josh. My name is Jared. And with us this week, we have ourselves just bringing you just the most earnest, did you unnecessary try? bit of information you've ever gotten in your did week. Did you so. try sending a text to people last minute? I didn't even I didn't. Think I about didn't bother it. either. I, was, I forgot I was, completely. I got a little sleepy this afternoon. Oh, me too. There must be something in the water. Must be something in the water. Probably, what are they putting in the water over there? Lead or something, maybe? Lead. Know, town. Well, you have well water out here, probably. Uh, so One of them well iron, water people. lead, mercury. Iron, there's like a, a frog got in you, there somewhere. You have chlorine. <laughs> frog got in there somewhere. You have um, fluoride tablets. I Wake up, so. sheeple. Makes my teeth stronger and my my brain a little bit more compliant i like both of those things um yeah welcome to (laughs) uh sorry another another episode of earnest unnecessary information for you scared stupid scared stupid what earnest (laughs) oh sure yeah (laughs) you know the classics the classics yeah uh here we are uh may very beginning it is yeah yeah. Elbow deep into the second quarter, as some business folks might refer it, to it, it as. It would be. Into the second quarter, trying to get those profits. Although, yeah, I guess it depends, because I know at a previous job I worked, July started the new fiscal year. Does that seem like an odd month? Uh, it does. Or, or is that like, actually... Why would you start a new fiscal year in the middle of, like, barbecue season? I don't know. <laughs> get out, out there, there and making people. those burgers and dogs? Don't have time to be worrying about, like... R&D and getting out new press releases, you're busy outside. Yeah, and HIPAA. And... Say, like, that's like, it's like the one time a year, I think, that like avid businessmen spend time with their kids. Rab- like rabid businessmen? Avid. Rabid. Avid. 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 I'm sorry, everybody. I took a nap before I came here. <laughs> a little groggy. I'm jealous. So I got my tea. So I got out of work at like 1130 today. And what? I really oh, shouldn't be tired. It's it? PS. It is PSSA week here in our little neck uh, of the woods. Standardized testing. Standardized testing for those of you that have no idea what that is, but you all do because I'm willing to bet 100 of our listeners are PA natives. So maybe I'm pretty maybe. But sure. But for that token French dude, if you still listen, that token French dude in the heavy in, in heavy works. quotations. But, so yeah, it is standardized testing weeks. Everybody else is really stressed out about it, except for me, because I'm a substitute teacher, and I show up, and I give a test, and I read a lot of books in the, when the kids are done, and then I, I leave early. See, standardized testing was one of those nice times where it's like, all right, I, I'm just going to throw down guesses if I don't know. I'm sure I will get an okay enough score. Which, There's so many questions on there. Like, you have to miss a lot of questions. Which is interesting, because, like, I feel like I had that understanding that PSSA is from the get-go. Like, this isn't a thing that impacts my grade. This is a thing that exists for some reason outside of me. Now, are there still the open uh, open readings about Yo-Yo Ma and the um, Volcano? I don't think the Yo-Yo Ma... So, you can make the Yo-Yo Ma open reading things, and anybody our age will, like, well, have like no. oh, immediately yeah, like your relationship level like like in the sims like when you see like the hearts shoot up out of the characters when yeah. they interact in a yep. positive way like you immediately like oh we are now closer now because we both have read we know who yo-yo ma is loosely yep but i don't think they have that anymore i feel like i made that joke recently and it just it, flew it was like one where like my co-oping the cooperating teacher i was with and like maybe like the special ed support staff was there like, like, maybe yeah. he laughed as well but like and it was like huh 
that's a bummer. wasted joke. I thought it was a pretty good one. But. If you were to pitch it to uh, the one teacher that was also a former alumni, a grade or two ahead of us, he'd probably be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm sure." It's, I feel like it's like a it's a millennial thing. Yeah, there's lots of millennial things I've been like kind of running into lately, but that's one of them. But yeah, so. After the kids were done, like, we have, like, this extended time because it's an untimed test and they have lots of time to finish it up and, like... Wait, it's untimed now? I guess so. I don't remember if it was or not. I just know it definitely is now. It's, huh. like, something I read every single day because I have, like... I now am the guy with the instruction book I that, thought... like, reads through it. It might have been time when we went through because they were, like, once again, we were we were a test generation. They weren't sure yeah. what they were doing. We were guinea pigs. Always. But, but like, yesterday, it's, like, they're on, like, the math right now and, like, there was a few students that were, like taking forever and like they very clearly like they were on the open-ended and like as i was interacting with them like they they were at the max output they could do they had nothing more to add but they weren't right and they knew that and they're like is this gonna hurt my grade i'm like listen like this is like important but not to your grade if that makes sense and i had to like convince them like listen you are not going to suddenly get on like your online power school website and say oh i have an f now it's like no this yeah is... no essentially the like testing... your math teacher might be gone tomorrow if you do bad, yeah the but... <laughs> testing is it's really probably more stressful for the administration and staff because a lot of funding and grants oh yeah federal our state and federal What's are dependent on high had, test scores. Like if middle schoolers had like a little bit more like ability to socially organize and then like react to like their like unrest, then like you could probably like screw a school over hard if oh, you yeah. could get enough students. But like well, they don't I really have imagine. that and a lot of students like want to do well, which is great for like yeah. the teacher end, but Well the the we won't name where you've been subbing, but they actually I know the last few years have been nationally ranked. Yeah, Blue Ribbon School and is that's what I why, think they're called. that's why they get a lot of grants and funding versus the school that we went, we went to. to. Which is weird. Like, are the, I feel our like it's a... Is, our school is not bad. It's not bad, but that's the weird thing well, about like bad. the way they do it. Like, yeah, you get like grants and funding and stuff because like you're doing really well with that. Like, I mean, it's like it's, like it's, an, it's an though, easy observation. It's just like, our, oh, we give the money to the places that are doing well. And they yeah, keep I was going to say. Well. Meanwhile, over here, like inner city, views. Yeah, our, that money. I say, like, I, so. like I've seen like, like they're playing with robots and they have like green screen things they're doing, like yeah. all these really cool things that students are doing. I remember our when I was in school, was, we were doing hey, our, all our budget went to printer ink. Yes, <laughs> printer ink. Like in our tech classes. We weren't playing with robots. We were doing soldering. Like, we were yep. soldering, like, noisemakers. Like, and a thing that, like, is just meant to just, like, make a high-pitched scream was literally what we were doing. And if there was a robot kit, it was from the 80s. It was from the <laughs> 80s, and it was full of toxic material that was, like, rapidly approaching. It's, like, atomic half-life. Yep. It's bad news, everybody. Yep. Also being taught by somebody that shouldn't have been doing it, but, you know, that's, a, like, that's just the educational system. The cartoon system. character. That's just how we grew up. Like, it's the educational system, like, hey, you're a veteran. You want a job? Be a teacher. Like, all right, I don't know what I'm doing here, but I don't have to. Yep, that's right. So we've talked <laughs> about this a lot. I don't want to go down old topics because we've definitely mentioned our veteran yeah. teachers that were placed in front of, like, places ahead of our tech roles, but... We'll get away from that. We talked about that before. Yeah, You're here yeah. for new things. And speaking of new things, 2021. 2021. <laughs> back to our uh, recurring segment. Where Do you we... know where we're at? Because I feel like we might have. Uh, we're February or March. We're working our way through. Really? Uh, yeah, I have a timeline. I have actually. So we've I... actually already talked about that. What's up? What? Well, I mean, are there certain things? We're not accidentally going over something twice, Darby. Uh, we might be like. 
backtracking in the timeline, but like we're not going over the same thing. Like I've been, I've actually been doing small amounts of homework and prep for this section because I don't remember anything about 2021 because that was a hell of a year. So, um, so 2021, we are back in our historical commentary portion of Table in a Basement. So buckle on everybody and get in our time machine. Yeah, you can't get this in a textbook. No, you can't. Because it's too soon. <laughs> because it's too soon, and also probably not as accurate. <laughs> skewed a little, skewed a little bit. Uh, I don't have our sources to cite. We'll give you a real education. We'll give you. We're going to give you a hot take from yeah. the streets. Hot takes from two from eye level. From eye level. So the main thing I wanted to focus on with this week's discussion of the past was, um, I think we're like late February, early March. Um, this is kind of a general discussion of this topic, but one Rush Limbaugh died of COVID very shortly after coming out as being like violently opposed to like the vaccine and any sort of like mandates on masks. So was he, he was a conservative radio host. Yes, he was. For those who don't know Rush Limbaugh, he was like a essentially offensive levels of conservative radio hosts. Like as so everybody like the, knows, like you're extreme sides of the polar of like the political spectrum. Like you have your radio hosts that are just like offensive beyond the points of like wanting to listen to them. It's more like, Oh, I find myself on the far left. This radio host is for me. We're Rush Limbaugh. I'm a far right person. And so I who, love who's hurting the people's far left version. I can't immediately think because I don't pay that much attention. I just know. So is Howard Stern far left? Probably. I don't know what I, I don't know. I don't, I feel like I should. I just, it seems like the far right offensive radio hosts are like more recognizable to me because like, well because the media because yeah that's to say because left leaning media makes fun of them a lot more than yeah. like right leaning media because I don't really pay attention. I guess I don't, I don't pay attention to who like Fox News or whoever yeah, else there's is a conservative. Not, there's doesn't seem like there's a lot of like far right leading like creative writers out there that are like putting out content for me that content that I pay attention to yeah so like the things like I pay attention to are typically like more like. I like D and D real play things, or I like like cleverly written shows. Those are typically written by left leaning people, so because of that, like my perception of those things gets skewed a little bit. But just so everybody understands, I hate both sides. Yeah. I don't hate them. I just think they're horrifically inefficient. But I, try not to hate anybody. Let's but let's meet in struggle. the middle. Meet in the middle. Meet in the middle. But yeah, Rush Limbaugh was one of those people that was like some of the things like he's talked about though is like it doesn't matter what side you're on. It's like that. That's weird. Like, a lot of, like, really, like, horrific, like, homophobic, sexist comments. A lot of, like, endorsing, like, really horrific practices against really anybody on both, like, the sexual spectrum, the racial spectrum. Like, any, okay. anywhere you find yourself that's not, like, white and conservative, he's probably said something horrific about. So that was Rush Limbaugh in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. But Rush Limbaugh, he was one of many people around this time that was, like intensely opposed to any sort of vaccine, any sort of, like, mask mandates, anything that, like, was trying to cushion the effects of the pandemic on people's health. He was against it, and then he died of COVID very quickly. He got it, and it feels like it was, like, within a week he was gone. And, like, that was – the reason I brought this up because that was, like, a consistent thing. There was a ton of, like, politicians you would hear about or other radio hosts that were – there was, like, a guy from – it might have been Rush Limbaugh, someone from Florida, but there was a couple of different radio hosts, I remember, around this time okay. that also, like, got COVID and died super fast. And it was a very weird, like, like how do you spin this any other way than, like, it was, like, TV show levels of, like, ironic. Like, oh, you don't like this disease? Oh, you got it. You're dead. Like, it's, it was weird. It's, like, weird because, like, even after, it didn't change anybody's, like, I guess it probably did. It didn't change the 
right-leaning narrative of it, I guess is a better way to say it. Like, these people that were far-leaning, like, they hunkered down even further. It's like, mm-hmm. no, like, your your people are dying immediately. Like, it's not like, a, it's not like a question. Like, they got COVID, they were healthy, they got COVID, they died. It's one of those weird, like, I don't know how to reason with you further. It's an interesting time. I remember, like, a lot of them, it was, like, very quickly, within, like, a month or two, several really big political, like, public figures in that realm like got COVID and died yeah. like really fast it was an interesting sort of stage of the pandemic well i mean you know you you win sometimes you take some l's the other times uh and sometimes you and sometimes you just uh you just die you, you just, just die. straight up die yeah. you know these things happen yeah i mean sometimes that's the way the, the the apple falls off the tree. It really is. Yeah. I just burnt my tongue, Jared. I told you I would do it. I know. That tea looks very hot. It's I can hot. see it steaming from here. Is that a Yeti? Uh, no, it's like a Walmart brand. Nice. Thing. But it works really well, surprisingly. So, like, kudos yeah. to Walmart. I like to shop small business, so when I do. Oh, I love supporting them. <laughs> they are, because, I mean, it's just, it really supports the local community. It really does. It's been nice to see. And, I mean, at those prices, they're practically giving it away. So, um, I heard... Not to, like, raise suspicion or anything, but I heard that, like, our local Walmart is actually moving down the highway a little bit. Yes, I heard that as well. Something like, one, like, the store's not doing well, and two, like, the grounds are bad. That might be. Bad grounds they're on. Like, I don't know if it's, like, shifting of, like, foundation or, like, ghosts in the earth that they're on top of, like, some burial sites, but. I'm going to be honest. Where they're talking about moving it, I don't see how that's going to help. I don't know. It's weird because, like, they're not moving it very far like we have like this like super center that's like one of like actually one of the biggest in the nation one apparently. of the biggest in the nation but it's also one of the worst performing yes it's not doing country. well so they're gonna move it like a laughable distance down the road like yeah. maybe 10 miles or so like having to build a massive yes. new building for 10 I- but like that my, to me seems pointless. Oh, it's crazy. Like my question is though, like what do you do with that? Like like the building stays there. What do you do with that? Like what do you do with like this massive warehouse like when there's no longer Skate people? Park. <laughs> I feel like that makes sense, but like how do you Woodward <laughs> make how... a new like massive training complex? That would be cool, but it's just one of those things like concert venue. <laughs> that would never I mean, there's a lot of great ideas we could. There's great ideas, but we're not in the right area. Yeah, like, I don't know, like, so, like, I think there are still technically laws in our town that we live in where, like, you can't technically skateboard. (laughs) I feel like that's still a thing. You can't skateboard after seven. You can't technically skateboard around our town as far as the law is concerned, I think. So, that being said, I don't think they're going to put a skate park in where the old Walmart building is. But, like, I don't know, like, what do you do with these massive warehouses? Because I feel like... (sighs) As, like, our economy shifts and, like, businesses kind of, like, change and, like, their life cycle. Like, what, what do you we, do with these massive buildings? What if we changed it into, like, an Amazon fulfillment center? Oh, that sounds like the perfect use of property. Another Amazon extension, Jared? I mean, hey, as long as I uh, get my packages on time, <laughs> right, do what so you got to do. That's the realistic option. Here at Table in the Basement, let's, okay, let's, let's, let's crap shoot. Let's, let's brainstorm. What can we do with this building? Uh, like I've been like an advocate for like, I think on like the small business end, I think we need more haunted houses. Okay. More haunted houses in our small towns. So lots of creepy buildings, lots of sad buildings. Like spirit Halloween always seems to take over 
a different abandoned building mm-hmm. only like for one month. Yeah. Uh, kind of a funny sort of like business model for just this month. We fill this place with Power Ranger costumes yeah. and the kids come from far and wide. So now are we splitting this into multiple haunted houses or just like one big um, attraction? I feel like we could like make just like, <laughs> like it's a, a haunted maze, a, well, a haunted labyrinth. So yeah, we could go on like the high, like effort money end and like actually like reconstruct this no 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 that's walmart like a into a haunted mansion sort of thing so here's okay. or we could just leave it wide open warehouse and it's just like it is like the world like the nation's most like open space haunted house okay. it's just like a big place you just walk around and like so sometimes here's... there's a spook or a scare but like it's mostly mm-hmm. open you can like look across and you see somebody you know like, hey i'm here to yeah. the haunted house here's my idea since we, we already have a lot of corn mazes, and think of all those massive, like, shelves and shelving, like, for all the aisles. So we take and move those and make a confusing labyrinth that don't that even we don't understand. Like, we don't really fully know, and once you get to said end, we don't really have any particular thing in mind. And just the scariest things, we'll be chasing people, bloody and covered up, like, gory, just... <laughs> decrepit things just, chasing you around this maze and you don't know where you're going you don't know, know which going. way's up like uh, we make you we like we hand out water at the start but the water is late so just a little bit of lsd so yeah. like they're just <laughs> so they're really just it's balls what are we so like we don't call it lsd water so like we have to like call it like scare juice or something uh, come drink our scare juice yeah <laughs> trademark <laughs> Trademark scare juice. Spooky juice. Yeah, it's like the most, like, engaging, scary juice you could ever have. Yeah. So, like, I've had this. So, like, we have, like, a little bit of a renaissance for small businesses going on in, like, our little neck of the woods. And I keep pitching haunted houses because it just feels like. Okay. Like, overhead-wise, like, you don't really have to, like, invest in anything. You just have to, like, add some negativity to the space, attract Mm -hmm. some of them ghoulies. Like, find me a house that is not haunted by the sad memories of, like, a divorced family at this point. Like, divorce races are so high. There's there's two abandoned houses on my road right here. Yeah, that's the same. I imagine there's some... I'm sure there's like if you dug into it, there's some source of source uh, some source of trauma in any house that has been around for more than like five years or so because like divorce races are high, people are stressed out. People are the house I grew up in. That's uh, let's see, that was built 1815, early. Oh man, I'm sure you're just I'm chock full of spiritual potential. Some of the kids that lived in there fought in the civil war so it's like oh, i'm man, sure yeah. there's horror stories even better there. like was one union and one confederate no but i think they both... are we sure <laughs> i mean <laughs> are we positive i'm fairly certain you're I'd fairly certain but you're not a hundred percent yeah that is true so it's not... i didn't i didn't know them personally like so hey, I'm, I'm so sorry depending you lost on how we play with the wording we could like say two of them may have been on opposite sides yeah may have this they may have they may have i mean they died but well well that's the important part if, if they were alive they'd be, have been, they'd be dead by now say they would definitely oh they're definitely that's that's the cool part about civil war ghosts is yeah. that like it's it's guaranteed like if you see a civil war person that's a ghost they're <laughs> not alive anymore what do no. you that's why I think so. Civil War reenactments are inter- are oh, so interesting. To we me were talking like, about that. Okay, 
So do you think, so obviously the Cush job is being on the winning side, like a general of the union. Do you think your entry level job, civil war reenactor, you have to be on the Confederate, like low, like low level private. That makes sense. That feels like a very like realistic way of getting people to be it. But within five years you can apply. Part of me also feels like the people that are, are on the Confederate side have just some sort of like low-key angst or are like trying to prove something like hey we, we could win this like that's not, <laughs> guys, no, that's not, guys, we that's not how it works <laughs> i don't think you understand it's a reenactment it's not like a <laughs> we it's can not a win simulation. this contest it's not a simulation but i think so, so something interesting for me about um civil reenactments going back to the ghost thing is like how many of them are actual people how many of them are ghosts Ooh, we don't know that because they're all dressed up. They're doing like silly sort of characters. And how that many are like true. people are like just here pretending to be a sergeant? How many people are actually like, oh, no, I am just a spirit with unfinished business. I got shot before I had time to see my son. And now I'm a ghosty on this battlefield. And for some reason, I come only come out when these other weirdos. <laughs> no, are I only come out the third and the 15th of June. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> my schedule lines up perfectly schedule with, like, lines the, up with the, the reenactments. Perfect. I bet that happens at Gettysburg. A lot, like constantly. <laughs> when I was a boy in elementary school, getting ready to go on a field trip to Gettysburg, we watched the Gettysburg movie to like oh, kind of learn in it, like uh, in preparation. Den- is that the one with Denzel Washington and Morgan Freeman? No, that I don't that's think glory. so. That's glory. I'm fairly. This didn't have I'm anybody different. Was this just a documentary? It wasn't. It was like a. It was an actual like not documentary movie. But oh. Like, Nobody, like, noteworthy, I think, in terms of name, but, like, that was, Blue like... Diamond Phillips? That was, like, part of their, like, education of, like, the Civil War during that, like, unit. And, like, I think I was in fifth grade. Okay. So, like... I remember watching one similar to that. It was, like, the Revolutionary War. Yeah. But same probably, thing. Probably very similar It was me. essentially a movie, but not real... Yeah. No A-listers. Yes, but part of it... After we watched that, we then watched The Ghost of Gettysburgs, which was, like, this... <laughs> There's a documentary on, like, spooky things that happen, which is, it's like, a supposedly weird... one of the most haunted places Apparently, in the nation. but it's just, like, an interesting sort of, like, you... preface I went on a for ghost fifth graders. I went on a ghost tour there in college. You actually go? Like, that's a... This whole thing is actually, okay, like, well, a video ghost tour. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it was free uh, as part of the college I went to. Uh, you, got a, you got a free ghost tour. I got a free ghost what? tour. That's, like, the things... Uh, <laughs> It was hey, good. part of your student activity fee is we get you let you go on a ghost yeah. tour in Gettysburg. Uh, I mean, it was it was what, exactly what you would expect. <laughs> over here, there are sometimes ghosts. Sometimes Ooh. ghosts. Sometimes if you take pictures over here. And the one person took a photo like, oh, yeah, that could be an orb. And he showed the thing. I was like, or it could just be a blurry. It is also sunny out. Really fast. I don't know. You were also like your shaky hands. No, we you're... did take it at nighttime. But we didn't actually go in any buildings. We just walked by the outside of some thing about cameras and at night when you go from a completely dark space to having a machine make a very bright flash i think the picture's always gonna look a little bit off yeah like nothing really ever seems natural when you catch it with like the flash on your camera so if you could picture what a ghost tour is like uh, that that's what somebody giving like. like some random like historical facts some like historical over here facts um annie mayweather was a nurse but during the civil war a confederate soldier shot her through the window and now they say if you listen you can hear her foot tapping as she waits for her husband to come home <laughs> that's says, what i assume ah! <laughs> i got shot help i wonder who that was i think like that would probably be more accurate like if it's oddly specific I feel like if I was a ghost and somebody shot me, that would be what I would do if I came back. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't be, like, going back to, like, my old, like, humdrum. I'd be more like, ah, help. 
<laughs> Somebody call a doctor, <laughs> please. <laughs> we'll find out. Someday, so yeah, I, I'm sure I'll be. A I ghost can at some point. say I went on a ghost tour. It definitely doesn't rank up there with the JFK tour. Um, <laughs> on Jared's things. <laughs> on the things I've done. On the things I've done, where it's like. I you know, on the things I've done that I didn't understand. Not everybody's first choice. Nope. Just yours. No, it wasn't my choice. It, I just oh, the JFK one was the, J- the JFK the JFK one. The, the ghost, ghost tour, tour one. You, I technically you had already paid for it. You were going to the school. I guess that was just like they just like handed out tickets. Like, hey, like you go to this college. Want to go on a ghost yeah, tour? Yeah, I think they had already paid for the trip, and they really needed seats. That's filled. such a weird strange yeah thing for a call like was it through a class or just like general admission you go uh, to the through school the student activity body okay so whoever, general so like whoever like plans yeah, yeah. like sometimes they'll have comedians yeah. come in or like the like ones the that concert. like concert yes the ones that like the student activity was always the one that was scheduled like the mildly like out of date rapper like the one that was just out of the limelight but they got him yes. for like Millersville Lockhaven so for so we had Ludacris <laughs> yeah uh, my exactly my point here Exactly my point. I, I'm not gonna lie though, that was a good show. <laughs> to say, like we, my fir- my freshman year, we had third eye blind, and you I was, missed out. I was I supposed to. Go- well, that's the thing. I was that. supposed to go to like this like social thing, and then it rained really hard, so I ended up sitting in my room. But then after that, we but just you, had. You couldn't get last we ha- ticket. No, like you had to like go in advance. They only had so many. Like not everybody was guaranteed one. How much did they lame. charge for it? Um, you got it free if you were like, so like they only had so many, but. You would get it free if you just went down and got it. But oh, nice, once, nice. It was like first on first serve. So though. I, I mean, and I would imagine Ludacris wasn't cheap to get. Ours was five bucks for that. But I mean, that's a concert. Yeah, that's, that's a good. That's yeah. a great deal. And then the second year, they booked someone who was playing in Lancaster, and they were like, "No, we're only going to play the one show." So the the festival, they had to like sponsor it. And give out passes for it. Oh, yeah, you're talking about that. So for five bucks, I went to, like, three different concerts <laughs> of, like, national Steel. acts. So, yeah. So we, after Thanks, Third thanks Eye for Blind, messing that up, Millersville. We had just, like, a consecutive stream of country just, like, acts. country acts. And Which it was, like, you were, your I school was in the sticks. Yeah, it was, but, like, that doesn't mean the entire student body was. There was plenty of people that were, like. A lot of. Philly, a lot of Philly. City and a lot Jersey. of Philly and Lost Haven. Same with Millersville. But, like, it was funny because, like, everybody, like would go and like the people that were from Philly would like buy like the flannel shirt and get like the Daisy Dukes. Like you would like, I would like always just like be on campus randomly anyways. Cause like I was out and about all the time and like, I would just see people headed towards the concert. And so it's like, you bought that just now. You don't, why did you buy? Like, why was your impression of this concert? Like I need to have the flannel shirt and the Daisy Dukes. It's like, I, it's like your understanding of this style of music is because, like, Dukes of Hazard was a thing. Yeah, and I feel like if you and I were like, oh, the rap concert's coming. We, a South Pole, FUBU. We South gotta get Pole, our, I need a clock necklace. Uh, FUBU. Gotta get a jersey. Uh, <laughs> We'd get our asses. Oh, yeah, I would get beat up immediately, and I would deserve it. No, I, I would, too, but... Uh, boy, I guess that's, that's an interesting thing, though. So, like, when you assume like that is the attire you should wear to one of like those performances. It's, it feels racist. I don't know if it technically is, but there's definitely like, it feels like you were like in some cultural way, like appropriating. culturally appropriating. We're like yeah. on the other end, like 
bunch of jerks going to like a country concert, like Gilbert, whatever his name was, I forget who it was, but like, <laughs> like Gilbert Godfrey, yeah, Gilbert Godfrey doing no, his Brentley, Brent, Bradley Gilbert. Brent, that was one of them. Brent, Bradley Gilbert. Brentley Gilbert. Something I just remember Gilbert. when I was visiting you and Tyler, there was some kid who had the flannel, the jeans and boots, but it wasn't an act. He probably that was what he normally looked like. That was what there he was normally some of them, like. but that's the thing though. But like, the sign specifically mentioned. About no alcohol and no chewing. He's like, oh, we can't chew at this right. show? Like, he, was, he was actually genuinely pissed that? about that. And I just remember laughing and, like, facepalm. Like, yeah, dude. Like, like, yeah, yeah you're going to be in a gym. They don't want you spitting on the floor, you yeah. weirdo. But that, that's funny about the thing about that, though. So, like, as I went to school, like, obviously we were at college. Flannels were abundant. But, like, that particular country-style getup was not. So, like, people had that wardrobe on hand. And this country concert was, like, their the chance to, bust to it dress out. up in, like, the cowboy boots and, like, the denim pants and, like, the not hipster flannel but country flannel. Yeah, I was going to say, I have a lot of – I have a mix. I have a fair amount of hipster flannel, but I also have a lot of skater flannel. Yeah, like oh, skater so that's interesting. Also, scene, scene kid flannel. Scene kid flannel. Flannel interesting. is actually one of the yeah. attires that transcends – boundaries it, uh, it transcends but you can also tell what, what scene you're in based on, on the, the flannel Inter- yeah. it's like this like contextual like isn't that interesting that just shapes and forms words that is very interesting I never thought like about the that skinny tighter a lot of square plaid like check like like what i have here that yellow one over there you can tell that scene kids yeah. skater flannel yeah also like with that like you like there's always like the jeans have holes in the knees and yep. there's like a pair of like skinny often. Yes, I mean minor skin tight. Skin tight always. You got to keep those yeah. sperm ready to go. Scrotum huggers. Scrotum huggers. Got to. <laughs> it's packaging up the sperm to eventually be dead. <laughs> eventually <laughs> be kill them. Right, 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 they're killing them. But... <laughs> kill them. <laughs> but yeah, like with that, there's also like a worn pair of vans. Like they're never new. It's like oh, like yep. you can tell. Like I've tried to skate with these before. They're pretty dirty, pretty beat up. Yeah. Where, like, on, like, the country end, like, it's also denim, also jeans, but, like, there's no holes in his cowboy boots. Yeah, straight leg or a, not not quite, sort of form, I would say straight leg. Yeah. Not baggy, but also not skinny. No. And then, like... I can't see the tone of your calves or, like, quads and thighs. No. And Whereas then, like, with my skinny jeans, I could yeah. literally see my muscles if I flex. This <laughs> is a battle rope. It's because I'm badass. <laughs> then there's the hipster flannel where it's like you have a beanie on, but it's not like a hardcore beanie. Yeah. It's like a slouchy beanie. And it's like kind of like artsy looking. Artsy. And like underneath it, artsy you, and homeless. Yes. And like you don't have – you have a band shirt on, but like it's not like a skater band shirt where it's like a punk band. It's like some it's artsy usually, like indie band. Yeah. I was going to say like the Antlers or uh, – What's it? Uh, shoot. Of Montreal. Although I do really like both those bands. My Morning Jacket. My Morning, My Jacket. Morning Jacket is a classic yep. hipster band. The Shins. The Shins. Absolutely. That's like, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I do actually like all these bands. And no, it's just like, like where, like where would I see that shirt stereotypically? Yes. Like what click of people would I recognize this? Say, yep. flannel shirts are the great, like social equalizer. You wouldn't think like, oh, that like. Coffee shop barista hipster and that country bumpkin. They don't have much in common, but and that don't, skater they? Outside. don't they? they? And that skater do. that wanted to come into the coffee shop but wasn't allowed to loiter. Yep. <laughs> but he's not allowed to smoke his cigarettes in there. So 
I go to church at a coffee shop, and I remember the one time I was just like hanging out there on like a weekday. That is the most hipster thing. Hey, I leaned into it in college. Like, I didn't mean to like go hipster, but like it just and in your defense, it is a cool. It's a cool. Like I said, I like I like coffee a lot. It was a cool church, so I find myself just like naturally being like. mm, I I think what made one of our good friends that you roomed with and his other friends nag on you was the fact that the one hat was purple. I did have a purple hat, but like that's so the thing but with I, that is, but that's what I I'm only saying. had one hat. Like and it when was the purple Darren, hat. when Darren dressed as you for Halloween, or like who's Darren dressed as, and then he me. did the pocket things. I think it was the purple flannel or the purple, purple hat flannel. So yeah, yeah I only flannel. I only had one hat, and it was purple. And like it's not because I didn't wear that for the style choice. Anything that made me look like a hipster was done entirely out of utility. So like wearing a beanie inside was because I really like my ears being warm, and when I go outside and it's cold outside, like. I, I take forever to warm back up, so I need to maintain body heat whatever I can. And as far as, like, that, like, that was really it. It was, like, No, yeah, 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 no. It's... I had a beanie on, and I, like, I was at a coffee shop frequently. I would say... That was about all that, like, led me to that. Yeah. I think it was your... It was less your attire and more your actions that made you Even merge into then, the hipster though, crowd. Like, my actions, so, like... At that same time, I was, like, training for a marathon. Well... And I was, like, rock climbing a lot. Yes, yes. But when people saw you, it's like, oh, I go to church at this cafe. I'm learning how to make cold brew. The the All the little sub things that you got into with coffee definitely put you on a hipster That's track. That's fair. Or made you perceive... Okay, so yeah. You hipster, were perceived as a hipster say, because of the cold brew Hipster thing. by action. Hipster by hobby. Hipster by I was hobby. a hobbyist hipster. Yeah. That's fair. I would but say... I did find myself, so like... That's how it started, but, like, when I was in Pittsburgh doing more trade school stuff, I found myself constantly verging the line between hipster and homeless because, like, by that point, like, I only had the one beanie, so, like, it was starting to wear a little bit, and, like, I was also, like, I constantly looked tired, and, like, my shoes were, like, my running shoes that I, like, so, like, the shoes I would wear, I'd have my pair of, like, good running shoes, and then my pair of, like, casual shoes were just old running shoes, Mm -hmm. and, like, because they were old running shoes, like, they had, like, holes in the toes, so, like, I always, like, looked a little bit homeless or a little bit hipster. I was, like, right on the line. I say, I respect that more than someone that went to, like, a thrift store and bought all that stuff that was worn and used up to do that look. Like, you did it by, I just I just don't like to buy clothes. Walk a mile in my shoe. I've lived it in there like this because of that. All my things have holes because I got them caught on something, or I just, I've used them until they've turned into this. Yeah. That's how it happened. Hipster by hobby. Hipster by hobby. Yeah. Hobby. I think there's lots of us out there. We're a, we're a thriving population of people that just like coffee. It's really good. If you haven't had a coffee lately, go try it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. See, like, I also merged into the hipster crowd, sort of, I dabbled, but I I feel like it was by association through friends. I then. would definitely say that. So, college Jared had some really cool friends. Oh, I love... Uh, yeah. Very, very cool friends, but definitely, like, friends that were in that hipster crowd. Like, very much. They were in, like, these, like, sort of, like... How would you describe the music they played? Like, it was a very, like... Uh... Okay, so Henry's favorite band all time was Radiohead, but I mean there was also like Tame Impala. Mm-hmm. We well, I went with uh, this is a group of friends. I went to Bonnaroo, <laughs> so uh, Aaron was big into like Arcade Fire, My Morning Jacket, Shins. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, like, Marie was big into of Montreal. Yeah, so some like of them like hipster psychedelic bands. hipster indie, indie, yes. indie. So yeah, um, where Jared wasn't a hobby hipster, he was a hipster by association. Yeah, Aaron, I know, would do a lots of things home. Like he he bought a both. Aaron and Henry got pipes and would buy tobacco from the one. Yeah, which is like <laughs> that is pipes. the nail in the coffin. Like that's a, like it's um, hipster's not a bad thing. Like there's lots of like toxic traits that like the stereotypical hipster. But like Jared's friends in college were like just cool people that like these weird like these niche things. Things uh, we I think our group helped contribute to getting hookahs banned from campus. <laughs> we would go to the gazebo by the pond and, and just smoke hookah. hookah. Up. Sit there and with our weird genie bottle. So then we snuck to the golf course. <laughs> Smoked hookah on hole seven. I don't know which hole it was, but it was definitely hole seven. It, it could have been. <laughs> it certainly could have been. Yes. So, uh, but that, oh man, I'm just trying to think of what some of the other ones would have been. There was one. Okay, you know. You're a hipster when you joke about doing something, but all of your friends or people are like, oh, I can see him doing that. I remember Aaron joked about, yeah, like, I don't actually chew gum anymore. I buy, like, spearmint leaves and just chew on those. That makes me cringe a little bit. Not from, like, like, the act, but more just, like, the perception of the act. Yeah. It was just like, yeah, yeah. You know, I can see him doing that. I'm just chewing these leaves. It's so much, It's fresher, you know? I get, yeah. I get a better taste out of it. If you're chewing gum, it's, like, so manufactured. Yeah. Like, I mean, the real experience. That is funny, though. <laughs> but, no, I would say, like I said, but awesome, awesome people, though. Uh, and even, even my uh, buddies, junior and senior year, I would say it was probably some of the music and some of the action. Yeah, I think a lot of that. it is, like, it comes down to, like, um, if you have a cup of coffee and, like, you like indie music, like, it's just safe to just, like, group yourself in there. Like, you're not sure, like, what yeah. general Now, I will say what I'm happy with is, like, I didn't know or didn't hang out with any androgynous hipsters where it was, like, the – if someone was too big, they would stop following yeah. or liking something. If they were at a concert – The toxic part. If they were the at, like, a sub- concert of a certain sub- act, they would maybe just clap, but there'd be no, like, cheering or yeah. movement and yelling. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember there was one show I saw, very, very hipster artist, and someone yelled from the crowd, hey, can we stand? Or was it, like, cheer? He's like, yeah, I don't fucking care. Go yeah, for it. Like, yeah, why question. not? Like, but the fact that someone asked that, but like, can I cheer for the rest you? Of the show, like everyone just stood there quietly and then would like clap. I was like, "This is fucking weird." This is weird. Why? Why are we, body like, Why are we going here and pretending that to not have a good time? Because that's that's another weird hipster thing. Is like never actually enjoying anything, or if you are enjoying it, you can't let anyone know that you are enjoying it because like there has to be a critical element to you in that moment. Like there has to be something wrong. You can never just like be perfectly satisfied with something. Yeah. And the only thing, like, you can, like, say that you're perfectly satisfied with are things that, like, no one will ever look into because you don't understand them either. Like, you pick, like, the most obscure song or the most obscure, like, piece of, like, creative, like, poem or story and, like, yeah. say, like, this, it's, like, it's the best thing ever. But, like, you know, you didn't read it, you don't understand it, but you just say it is because no one's going to look into yeah. it. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, honestly, I will say 
and I again we we won't go into a deep talk because we already did last episode. So, but I think Portlandia did a nice job of catching on some of the tropes yeah. where it's like some of those tropes, those like weird things that like that very specific subsection of people do. Yeah, and, like, that's what makes Portlandia so hard to grasp sometimes is like if you haven't had an experience where you got to observe that you're just, it's just going to sound like gibberish because that's like on just like on a piece of paper without having any prior knowledge like that's what being a hipster is it's like why would mm-hmm. you live like that why would you like go out of your way to like make yourself feel so uncomfortable all the time slash yeah. engage with things that just like make you feel uncomfortable all the time like why is happiness like this weird allergen yeah, why is why is happiness why is uh, this like general joy a thing you try to avoid? Yeah, well, I remember uh, one of my good friends. She was talking about someone in her high school broke up with his girlfriend because she was making him so happy and his art was <laughs> suffering. It's amazing. Yeah, he, his creative juices. I can't. Were, my paintings aren't as raw and real. Yeah. I just went to bed last night without tears. I went to bed with joy. I went to bed with joy. I wasn't thinking of like my strained relationship with my stepfather. I was thinking of you and the good time we had at the Sweet Frog. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, that just also gives an idea. Amazing. All right, so moving on. Uh, we haven't done a ethical deep dive in a little bit. Okay. So the last time we did this, we did classic trolley problem, a Josh and Jared analysis of these classic questions of ethics and how they work in the world. Today, we're going to look at the prisoner's dilemma. The prisoner dilemma? The prisoner's dilemma, another classic ethical problem. If you've been in any sort of ethics or philosophy class, you've heard this problem. You felt smart because you talked about this problem, but everybody knows it. Don't feel too smart. Really? Another hipster thing. Just knock it off. Yeah, everybody. So this is the problem. So okay, you have... tell me. I mean, I, I've so, listened to System of a Down, so I, I assume if you've heard the prison song, then it's, yeah. it's so that. You, you've heard of this. So uh, you have two people that are arrested that are connected to the same crime. Okay. They put them in separate rooms, and essentially the offer is, like, if you rat out your friend, you'll get a lower Better sentence. Yeah. yeah. So it's, like it comes, it's also commonly used in game theory as well. Like, the number of different possibilities, like, how do you maximize your own, like, best outcome like do you rat your friend out without hoping they don't rat you out as well so you get like the less than sentence and will they get a more intense sentence that is essentially the heart of the problem like you're put in a room you're just told like if you rat your friend out you will get a better deal you'll get a better deal at the same time if they rat you out as well like it will hurt you in this in return or if you both stick together it won't be the best solution but you won't be hurting each other okay so it feels, as I was looking at this, it felt very restrictive. It's a very, like, you only have a few possible outcomes, so I figured, us at Table in a Basement, how could we flip this on its head? So you're placed in one room, I'm placed in the other room. How do we okay. beat the prisoner's dilemma while not screwing right. each other over just outright? Gotcha. We don't need to play their game, or we don't need to play my ethics professor, my senior year of college's All game. Right. Let's play our game. We bring a new game. game. So what do we do, Jared? How do we get out of this situation? First off, what's our crime? What did we do wrong? Yeah, I was going to say, what did we do? What did we do? Well, it's, I'm trying to think what we could do that would have been considered a serious offense. Um, I have a lot of pirated music still. I don't pirate okay. music anymore, but I have a lot of music that at one time was pirated. Yeah. Uh, hmm. So you think that's like a... Could be. Uh, yeah, neither of us would really have to worry about drug possession hmm 
What would be so speeding? Uh, maybe sp- speeding, not bad. Say so we both drive on this like back roads. Like we we speed sometimes, not yeah. all the time. Kids in high school don't speed. Yeah, don't. But speed. Sometimes we speed. Sometimes we speed. <laughs> um, trying to think, was there anything we did in high school or college that was vandalism? We definitely could have. Oh uh, yeah, we, we were. called it Saturday night shenanigans. shenanigans. Now, granted, we didn't do anything like horrible, horrible. Got close to it. Got close. Like a so, we times. did things that could have been horrible. So, like I remember, like I used to throw golf balls out of windows and like hit yeah. houses with them. Could have hit windows. Could have hit windows. Never you hit didn't. a window. You didn't hit an but... air conditioner unit, which was close. Different yes. part of the year would have broken that window. Very really. close. But hit an air so throwing unit. things out at at said things. Uh, so I would say vandalism. So vandal. Okay. Maybe. So vandalism. What what do we vandalize? What's we the story? Let's construct our story. A. We spray painted the library. We, we spray painted the library. Okay, so or something federal. We spray painted a federal bill, the courthouse. The courthouse, yeah. Screw the government. All their bullcrap rules and precedences. Mm-hmm. We wrote, we wrote bad place. Bad place. <laughs> we spray painted a bad place on the courthouse. This is a bad place. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> obviously we are wanted and for then questioning. It, so interesting sort of sidebar. If you deface a courthouse. Is it fair to then be tried at that courthouse? I would say nay. <laughs> I, would, I would say no. I don't think that's fair. So that could be our like you cannot have a you cannot have an unbiased jury because like you're yeah. in the place you just like I feel like they would have to like ship you out of the country or something. Yeah, yeah. Send so you like you're Europe to have like parliament. I don't know if that's what parliament does. I don't. I'm not. I'm not a parliament guy. I don't know what they do, but like some sort of like weird like English. Yeah, they probably wear weird judicial system. And talk to the queen. I hope so. I like to think so, but yeah. yeah, I don't think I don't think it's fair to try us in the courthouse we've spray painted on because it just feels like a conflict of okay. interest there. So I would say if we're being questioned about whether we did that, I would have to say if I am guilty of this, which I'm not saying I am, I think it's a little unfair that you're holding me here. I'm in this cell. Why am I in this cell here? So if we're in the cell, we've already been found guilty because the system is bullcrap. They tried us at the courthouse. Well, though. no, maybe they were trying to hold us. Usually they're allowed to hold you for 72 hours or whatever the TV shows say. I would. Without charging you. You know, I feel like if we changed our system to where we were like a little bit more literal with mm-hmm. how like our thing, our laws are worded. So like. The idea of like being held for twenty four, I mean seventy two hours, like you're literally being held by somebody. Like, hey, you acted out, like you spray painted. This is a bad place in the courthouse. It feels like you've got a lot going on. Like, I'm just gonna hold you tenderly for seventy two yeah. hours, and like by the end, okay. I'm like, oh, I feel better. So here's, I'm here's reformed. Maybe that's what we need to do in the prison Mine's system. The easy. More physical contact. Mine is easy. I would just be me. I never want to bring someone, even if they did something or guilty. I don't want them to get in trouble if I care a lot right. about them. So, so you're saying you say would stay I'm silent? In cell and I'm no, no, no. I would say, oh well, you know, Josh and I go way back. He's one of my <laughs> best friends. Did you know we met in sixth grade? And I would just tell all these heartfelt stories about him, and he's like, you know, he's uh, ratting you out. Well, you know, I would just hope that he always does That's what's best him. for him because. 
I just that kid is so much fun. <laughs> you would try to win them over. Like this guy, his friend is definitely ratting him out right now. But this guy's just too nice. We just can't. Like we got to smuggle this guy out of prison. It's like what's it? Like uh, you the know Green what? Mile. We got to get John Coffee out of this. You know cell what I would say? I was like, you know what? Even if he's incriminating me, I just I care too much about the. I I just I have nothing bad to say about this guy. He would never. I don't. I don't see how he could ever destroy a thing like that. And if he did, I wouldn't tell you because you know what? I just. I just think the world of him, and I. I don't want to see him get in trouble. So you go with the heart of gold act. Yep. Like oh, easily. You talk so kindly to everybody else. We're like, we can't hurt this person. He is like the good in the world that we need so, to protect. Yes, I was the one when we play against uh, other teams in soccer because uh, apparently it's been a bombshell to me. Apparently my team was had a lot of mean people on it. And so no that comment. blissful ignorance of, Jared, your team was full of bullies. Well, they were all nice to me. They were nice to me. Yeah, because they were really nice. I would probably just use that same logic. I think I would use the boys will be boys defense. Like, hey, like we're going to, if you rat out your friend, like we're going to, we're going to like keep you like less time. I'll be like, well, you know, like boys will be boys. Like, is it really fair to keep us any length of time? Because like sometimes boys push each other. Sometimes they throw rocks at cars. Sometimes they spray paint. This is a bad place in the courthouse. Yeah, like, like boys like to horse around. And like in my head, like I, for some reason, like, I don't know if this is like regressive or something, but like I can only picture like some like burly male officer, like being the one to grill me on this. So like it <laughs> just based off the scenario I've established in my head, like, he would just think about, you know, when I was a kid, like, my friend Kyle and I, we used to go and we used to kick ducks. And, like, that was <laughs> – feels like a thing some, like, Gen Xers used to do. Yeah. We used to go down to the park Greatest and we – generation, my ass. Gen Xers? Oh, wait, that's baby boomers. <laughs> that's ba- baby boomers were after the greatest generation. <laughs> Lock and key children or whatever. Oh, go. Gen Xers, I feel like – it feels like a Gen Xer thing. Like, possum stomping and kicking ducks is, like, a thing they did for fun. <laughs> Pop. You're going possum beat. Possum beat, which is freaking insane. A bunch yeah. of people, like, like those are the people, like, oh, you know, like, hurting animals is a sign of, like, a serial killer. Like, well, well, there you have, like, this whole section of people that, like, like to drive down the road at night looking for things to hit with a bat. It's insane. But <laughs> Some people choose mailboxes. Some people choose Some possum. people choose living things. And sometimes ducks of the pond are the perfect thing to give a good boot to. Give a good kick. You ever pick up a duck and punt it? It flies away. It's like you had, like, a thousand-yard punt. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him go! <laughs> Can't calculate the distance because he just kept on going. He flew south. Yep. <laughs> oh my gosh. Please, anybody out there listening, do not go kick a duck. Do not try to punt a duck. Yeah. I do not want... This does not need to be a thing we need to practice in person. I've been getting a lot of duck videos on my Instagram lately. Really? I don't know why. You're me. I don't know if it's something about me or, like, the way I interact with, like, social media, but I get a lot of videos of, like, ducks being, like, pet or, like... Washed and like they're looking like they're just having the best time. It's a lot of duck videos. I don't not not sure what that's what know. that re- reflects. Maybe in that's me right a now. hipster pet. <laughs> I don't think so. It feels like it's just like a so ducks. You have a duck as a pet if it was Easter and your parents had just like this like quirky inkling the day before and they were just close enough to like a tractor a supply. Tractor supply. That's what I was gonna just say. close enough to a tractor supply to get a duck. So like one of my youth group kids very recently like they got a duck or they got a few ducks and like it's just like it was around that time like oh like it was Easter like we got some ducks like hmm I feel like that's the only time people get ducks as pets is Easter because it just it makes sense given the moment. But like once yeah. you have it this feels like ducks like is it I don't know how you take care of any sort of bird. No <laughs> 
birds are dirty. Say they're dirty like, and I like, like birds. So the thing with me dirty. with birds is like they want to fly places. I don't know yeah. how to like enable that. And like they fly south. Like, are you just not my pet anymore? Because that's sad. Yeah. Because you, otherwise, you have to like clip their. You have to maim them to yeah, make sure to, like, they don't leave. Break their wings. Don't leave me. <laughs> I need you. You're my ducky. You're not cute anymore. You're big and white and you poop everywhere, but yeah. you're not my cute little That's yellow It's like baby ducky. chickens. It's like, oh, you're cute, but soon you're going to look like a... Soon you're going to be ugly. clawing at me and laying eggs and yeah. all over the place. Yeah, that's... I think, did we, did we figure out the prisoner's dilemma? Well, so, okay, okay. <laughs> Let's say I'm the big burly guard, so I talked about kicking ducks. Oh, okay, that's bad. Um, Man, maze of thoughts got to that one. Okay, so yeah. So if I, I my tell bro, you my, that my friend Kyle used to kick ducks. My friend I, Kyle, we used to kick ducks sometimes. So I mean, I is know it also fair to give him a southern accent? We were just talking about this. Is this? <laughs> yeah. We we kind of glazed over it, but is it fair just to give like the guy that kicks ducks a southern accent? I mean, I don't see why. Because I've met lots of people with southern accents that were like very well educated. Very, <laughs> oh, they like, say southern sophisticated southern people. hospitality, but I think okay. So what if I shave for the shake of dish? Like I'm gonna say, that's like very he different. would have had a dip in his mouth. Okay, There's that's fair. That. Yeah, my friend no now. educated person would would ingest tobacco. Yeah, my it's friend. Bad for you. My friend Kyle and I we used, we used to kick ducks, go over by a pond. Boys will be and boys. Then we, and then we go over to the creek and see how many possums we could find. Bait. <laughs> <laughs> would you just laugh? Sure. I, okay, so like, no. Right now, I, so, I would think so I would so just I like understand. I would just not like yeah. So I could understand. Well, you know, like in my head, I'd be like, I hope this guy does not have any children or a significant other that these habits in some way come back into play for. But. Okay, so if I say, yeah, I bet you're, I, I, I uh, my partner was talking to me. You're a your friend over there. He's he's singing like a canary. And I would say chair doesn't sing. He plays the bass. <laughs> He'd be going bow, 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 bow. Seinfeld. That wasn't even Seinfeld. I just did, but I think it would be something like that. <laughs> okay, I like that. No, I mean he's he's ratting you out. He's saying you you're the one who did it. Well, at that point, like, well, he's right. I don't know if, like, this is, like, him ratting me out or him just, like, describing the situation because, like, we were found guilty. No, no, no. This is us being questioned. I know we're being questioned, but I think in that moment it would be like, well, if he's ratting me out, like, we were already found Like, it was what we were doing. It's more like, should we be punished for this? Because Well, no, Josh. I mean, what would be your response? Oh, I was just like, oh, I already him. said, like, boys, like, so, like, the boys would be boys would get us onto this con conversation like my defense is like but, essentially like i'm letting him play with the fact like oh yeah i was a kid and i used to do silly things okay get out of here so but if he said your friend is ratting you out and telling you what would you say <laughs> i would draw across the table let me at him <laughs> <laughs> put me in a room with that chair and i'll teach him a lesson <laughs> i thought you'd be something like no he's a goddamn pussy <laughs> he won't, you know, Jared? he won't rat me out to be ridiculous Jared? <laughs> no man have you seen the number of abusive relationships he's been in? He hasn't even told his family about the Jared? tattoos. He hasn't even told his parents about the tattoos. He has nightmares every night about it. There's no way. And then, like, even worse, like, if he was, the harshest punishment and revenge I would get is just letting him live with the fact he did. Yeah. <laughs> just, oh. like, he would suffer with that. So, yeah, I think you doing the boys will be boys and me just saying how much I think the world of Josh and there's no way that I could just... There's no way. He could... I'd say I will go on death row before. 
I, so you would die. So you would be like, you would use like integrity to like try to like fight it. Where I would, try, I would. It says a lot about. I would try to manipulate them mentally. Like, hey, like boys will be boys. You ever have a friend you used to kick ducks with? <laughs> best friends died together. Best friends, best friends get incarcerated together. Yeah, we would start our own gang. What gang would we have in prison? Um, <laughs> it's not probably. You would be in the Aryan Brotherhood immediately. I, and you would be in the Latin Kings. Probably. I look Hispanic. <laughs> yep. I like to think I look a little bit Hispanic. Sometimes when I fill out a job application, I check it just to make myself feel a little bit more like, give myself a little bit of flair. Like, oh, yeah, I'm Hispanic. <laughs> I'm... <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like so in the context of, like, the United Kingdom, I does feel like Ireland is, would be, like, the Hispanic equivalent of the United Kingdom. Like, okay. Got... <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm interested. I'm not. I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> no, I'm. I'm. In, do tell. Do so tell. Like, so when you look at like American culture versus yes. like Hispanic culture in like Mexico or Puerto Rico, like Ireland and like even like Scotland feels like very different compared to like. It I may- feel like most people when they think of United Kingdom, like, oh yeah, England, like. Mm-hmm. He's like very like like Western feeling, like very similar to America, but like a or little like bit. Great Britain. But yeah, you, yeah, you never think about how like Wales. Yeah. And, uh. Scotland, and <laughs> not Ireland. in a problematic way, but in a way of like saying, yeah, because like Mexico to United States culturally yeah. is kind of like Ireland to Great Britain culturally. True. Like they're they're not the exact same thing, and like there's like differences in just like how they speak, and like even mm-hmm. like since they both te- so technically speak English, there's just like differences in mannerisms and idioms, accents, yeah, accents, of, things like that. Like uh, also like like I know in Ireland it's. I don't even know how to describe it other than Lucky Charms guy. Yes. And also, so, like, kind of going back to the thing of whales, like, Great Britain just hates whales, from what I understand. I hear lots of people say bad things about whales. When, and, like, and then whales are like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot of weird beef between, like, for good reasons, in the same way, like, America seems well, to have, like, this weird bone to It pick. goes back to, like, the Middle Ages and... All of them, yeah, a lot all of the kingdoms conquering. Say a each lot other. of like conquering and like if you ever watch Braveheart, yeah, it's it's a it's a biopic. I think, pretty sure that's what that movie was. But so yeah, I stand by it. My Irish ancestry makes me a little bit more like culturally like. Oh, you're Irish. Significant. Nice. Like I mean, not enough to where it matters. Like I'm like Irish, Scottish, German. Like I'm like a combination of all the whites to where like I don't have a cultural background. <laughs> you are all shades of white. So I'm, Amer- I'm from America. I have all these white things about me, but, like, not enough in any way that make me interesting. You're like a melting pot, but that melting pot is queso. <laughs> <laughs> sure, Jared. But not, like, good queso. Like, I bought <laughs> Just, this, uh, I bought a bag of liquid cheese from the store and threw liquid. it into my crock pot. White liquid cheese. White liquid cheese. This is my queso. Does it taste good? Nope. Nope. Does it make you feel good? Nope. <laughs> nope. It's, it's like just, a rock in my stomach. Why do you have it? Because it's just what goes on nachos. It does. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, I I think the prisoner dilemma, obviously, I'm not... You know I, you know I don't have the balls to... Uh, rat you out the only dilemma would they'd be like you know telling us who did it is the right thing to do because i'd be like oh i do got to do the right thing but also it's like i don't want my friend to get hurt that's fair 
And I think that's what it comes down to. Like, <clears throat> like when you, like, discuss that both, like, in, like, an ethics class like I did, or I think we also cover this in my game. Like, my economics class, we talk about game theory, too. It's one of those weird, like, doublets where, like, it's a problem where, like, you figure out how to maximize utility while also it's a problem where, like, you debate, like, the ethics of, like, can you rat somebody out to benefit yourself? I can't. It's a weird thing. Like, you can't. It's a weird thing to do. Like I put others problems. before myself. It's a weird thing to do. With, yeah, it's a thing. I'm like, unselfish. Yeah, it's it's at a college level. It's just like a case to virtue signal. Like it's never you don't really ever get to the heart of it because like you're putting like this really complex problem in a bubble and it just doesn't work in a bubble. Like nope. hey, like from this observation window, these people with no personality, but like in actual was like no, there's going to be like dynamics and things that matter. And like as we found out, like did like the prison guard is just as important because maybe they remember kicking ducks the, with Kyle when ducks. they were a kid. So. These are important things about this. Kicking ducks and beating possums. I feel like we need to get rid of all these old school ethics problems, but we won't because in some way we need something to talk about on the podcast. So That's next right. time we're going to talk about the one where they steal bread. And is it – so we're not going to do it now, but next time give you a heads up. We're going to do is it ethical to steal bread to feed your starving family? Okay. Now we'll cover next time. Be thinking about it, but – All right. I'll, uh... That ends our – Ethics corner of a table in a basement. So we've done like no recap of twenty twenty one. Yeah, we did. Did we, we? Did Rush Limbaugh? Yeah, Rush Limbaugh. Yeah, that was that was. It was that was all a, you really? That it was, was a all slow for this year. Week. No, it's just like so. I didn't want to like. You didn't want to. I thought that that spill all your beans. I thought that that framing, like that particular okay. time of twenty twenty two, was interesting, just because like we had all these people die that were connected to covid in like antagonistic ways and it was just like this, okay, okay it was like the most ironic thing to happen in a long long time for me to witness that's fair so i think we're now in march so we're making our way through yeah getting closer and closer to the olympics oh yeah the the olympics that got delayed yep then almost didn't happen and then they did happen but with no crowd no crowd and it was really weird to watch a big stadium meant for thousands not have that anybody. was a bummer because, I mean, you know, I mean, maybe it's just the culture, but Japan had their ducks in a row, not to quote Kyle for kicking them. No. I'm well, sure they Kyle would kick kicked them. Like, them. Say, like, they didn't me, kick them. So the thing about having ducks in a line is, like, if you run up behind them, you, like, you get, like, a whole line of kicks in a row. Like, you kick yeah. them, and, like, you know, like, the metal balls and, like, a psychiatrist's yeah. office? Yeah, you do that with the ducks. Like, they oh, just, like, inner- all the force, like, for- builds up momentum? and transfers, and then, like, yeah. the last duck gets cannonballed into yeah. the next county. <laughs> That's how physics works. It is. <laughs> but they had all their shit together. They had all that stuff, like, built and ready, estimated for crowd thing, like, well in advance. They We've heard about other nations where it's like, oh, they went bankrupt trying to build everything. Yeah. Like, Greece fell apart. Brazil struggled. Which begs the question, why do we keep doing it like this? Because, like, everybody knows this doesn't work. We should, like, I don't know why we don't just have, like, The only one spot. places it works, I guess the big thing is the whole idea is exposure to the world. Um, I mean, that's... The thing that sucks, though, is if you're not a nation that can actually use those facilities. Like, every Olympics that the U.S. has had, be it a summer or winter, it was, like, Atlanta... I, I actually all broaden it. Any event like World Cup, any yeah. massive global event, they've been able to – those have become training facilities. Those have become professional sports. Like pretty much any 
if there's some complex that was used for, let's say, all the volleyball, badminton, all that stuff, in the U.S., that'll get used for, like, a professional sports team or something. Or even a college. Like, it'll it'll get used. Any basically advanced first world will be able to do that. But Greece, like, will I mean, it not get that used Greece enough, isn't... though, to even like, even like the countries that will use it, will it get used enough to justify the need to make and maintain this massive facility? Uh, well, for the ones that actually do have the population. That's the thing, like, it's not a rhetorical, it's like, I don't know. No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying in the U.S. and like advanced countries, yeah, they actually have. They can like continue to use like the yeah. Olympic facility. Interesting. Um, but there's some like uh, in northern northern Canada. I forget where they had a Winter Olympics. Like it's all just abandoned. There's parts of uh, where Sochi that I mean they it pretty much just went to shit. A lot of the ones in Greece fell apart. I think the ones in Brazil are also having mm-hmm. that issue because they didn't really have. <laughs> Once they used it, it was like, well, we don't really. Let's say, yeah, like how much happens in Brazil outside of like, like Brazil is like a soccer place, like that's Mm -hmm. their thing. Like, I don't know of many like people from Brazil that are really into like, yeah, trying to think like the obscure sports. Well, and I'll be curious about because like Beijing had the Winter Olympics, but I don't know that China has a ton of winter athletes and sports. So if it was Summer Olympics, I feel like there'd have been. A better chance but i've never really heard of ski resorts and things like that although apparently kim jong-un put a ski resort in north korea do you know that <laughs> fun fact how many people either one died or at the very least were made far worse off through the construction of the ski resort i don't know but apparently when you uh go to school in switzerland or wherever he got his edu- education you uh, you become an avid skier. It's insane. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so like when he was in school, like his dad was like the head honcho, right? He didn't come into power later, and right, Kim Jong Il, like he was in power like for a long time, wasn't he? I don't know. Yeah. So, and there was also a half brother who I don't know if he got disowned before. But basically, Kim Jong-un was kind of sent and educated there, sort of in secrecy. But then I think when his dad was falling So I guess, like, the secrecy is the thing I was interested in. So, like, being any country outside of North Korea, having, like, the dictator's son there, like, feels like there's, like, this weird, like... But that's why he likes basketball, skiing, and all that stuff. Like, that's why he's, as far as those dictators go, very much about modern things because he actually went it was weird i watched a documentary where uh one of the guys that went to the school as well or just like yeah he was just a, a kid like us growing up but then when his dad fell ill or was like about to die and he suddenly got thrust into that platform that just like changed yeah a dynamic, which is, so it's interesting. I don't know. Like, it's weird because it's like I feel like growing he, up, he was probably just a regular kid. Because like he wasn't around like the weird like yeah. godhood status that like mm-hmm. like I don't know. I feel like it seems like Kim Jong Il was pretty much. Now I don't know. I don't know my history or where he was educated, but it seems like he was very much just in 
North Korea. So here's a question for you, Jared. What current dictator, authoritarian head would you like most to have a conversation with? Because I think I would go Kim Jong-un because he feels – okay. One, just, like, a little bit opie. Like, like he just – he feels just, like, he's not, like, the most imposing individual. Well, the also, fact that like, he's talked with, like, <clears throat> is tight with Dennis Rodman I, is definitely interesting. Yeah, so, like, I think it would just be interesting to just kind of pick his brain because, like, mm-hmm. as I was trying to say a second ago, like, the godhood status that, like, these, like, North Korean, like, heads are placed with, like, the, the weird, like – The volcano story. yes. And- yes. Yeah. Like, things like it that. So it, would be, it would be fascinating to talk with him about. Where, like, someone like Putin, like, he would beat me up. I feel like if I were, like, talking to Putin, he would, like, he would give me a noogie and, like, push me over. Yeah. I would enjoy that. And that would probably, well, he might do a lot worse. With he, he, would, <laughs> he, would, he would annex my head into the toilet. Yeah. I, give me a swirly. Yeah. Putin's a bully. He might. <laughs> <laughs> Although he might be someone you can go out and kick ducks with. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. He strikes me as someone that would get a kick out of that. Have you ever seen that photo of him riding shirtless with a horse? Probably. I don't see him as a duck kicker. Too small. Like he like full. Like, I feel like he like goes for like the big Kicks birds. Bears. <laughs> Kicks like eat like badgers. A, like a swan or a like swan. an eagle. Something bigger. Like ducks are too small for Putin. Yeah. Man, swans are mean. So they need a good kick. <laughs> I mean, you saw the swans at uh, Millersville was... up close. I mean, swans are elegant and graceful. If you ever see them up close, they're kind of like <laughs> they make like weird guttural noises. I, was to say, I don't. I think they like cyst through the water with their. <laughs> the perception of swans being graceful, or really any waterfowl being yeah. graceful, is solely born from like ballet yeah. and people's perceptions that have never seen these birds. I mean, so if like, you've seen those swans... Uh, yeah, like, they're, they're, they're gross. They make weird noises. They make weird they noises. They poop everywhere. And, like, if you've ever seen a swan or any sort of waterfowl, like, On flying land. slash trying to take off with flying, yeah. it's not a thing where you go, like, oh, wow, That's nature beautiful. is amazing. It's like, is it okay? Yep. <laughs> is it working right? Because it doesn't feel like that went well. Yeah. Oh, especially when they walk on land. Because they're, like... <laughs> At least, like, a duck, I mean, they're tinier, so the waddle's cute. When a swan does it, it's like, say, like Waddling by nature is, like, the least, like, sophisticated way to walk. It's, like, the yeah. antithesis of, like... Oh, and those weird... Yeah, like, like their noises, they're not graceful animals. They are, ugh. Yeah, I mean, they might look graceful from afar, but, boy, up to close, say, Don't not. kick duck kids, but, like, if you notice, like, don't just go out of your way to kick a swan, but, like, if a swan... I wouldn't... I w- if a swan's just kind of, like... Shoo him out of the way. If a swan's being a turd head, just like, go get, maybe it does need, like, put in its place a little bit. Like, yeah. a swan asks, like, it's, like, owning this pond. Like, nah, it's not your pond. There's a bunch of frogs here. Yeah. Frogs are here. There's more frogs than you. Yeah. Speaking of frogs, you hear about, like, these, like, African clawed frogs in Washington? No. Apparently, there's just, like, one of, like, the worst invasive species to date is, like, these, like, these clawed African frogs that, like. Clawed. Like, clawed. they have claws? They have, like, claws. Yeah, they have, like, claws. Like, they're, they're goofy looking, but. So apparently they were used in DC. Uh, no, Washington State. Washington State. Washington State. Okay, State, okay. But like, <laughs> so specifically DC. Just DC. So we're just political. Huh. Political. <laughs> Drain the swamp. Drain the swamp. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, in Washington apparently there are like these. Like, they had like these clawed frogs from Africa that they were doing like experiments on. Essentially, they were like they're part of some sort of study. So they came from frog farm. They're part of some. There was definitely a frog farm they came from, but there was some sort of study they were doing. I think it had something to do with like testing on like 
pregnancy or some sort of pregnancy drug maybe or something. I forget. I don't know the exact details. Something like that. Don't quote me on that part. But, okay. but because of their presence, like some people ended up having them as pets. And then as for some reason, people out there that have exotic pets, it's just the instinct is, I don't want this. Out in the pond it goes. What could go wrong? Like, I feel at this point, people should know better than like, oh, like, like it's a, we're having an Everglades with the pythons yes, all yes. over. Like, man. oh, I have this animal. I just put it outside now. I don't know where people get this idea. It feels like as somebody that I think is just like moderately reasonable, like I'm yeah. like average person reasonable, I'm not going to do that. Like, oh, I have this thing. It goes outside now. I don't want it. Like, just figure out something different or keep it or I don't know, neglect it till it dies. Don't just throw it outside. Yeah. I mean, obviously, ideally, you maybe take it to a yeah, like actually, like shelter. find find a place, take it to a shelter, like sell it to somebody that can't drop take it care off of it. on someone's doorstep. No, like don't like just say, oh, there's a watery place. This where this thing goes. So apparently, there's like hundreds now of population of these frogs that are like killing other frogs and eating other fish. Like apparently, like, they're like this are massive they big? problem. I'm not sure their size. They must be big enough, or like I think it might be if they're eating like, feeder fish. Yeah. But they're they're messing up the ecosystem. Yeah, yeah. I mean, with anything, but apparently, like these frogs in particular, are, like one of the worst invasive species, like to date, just because of like what they are eating and like what they're doing. Wow. I've heard nothing about this. Yeah, I don't know. I was just scrolling the other day. I saw it randomly when I should have been doing something more important. Like Ukraine's hogging up all the info. all the spotlight, <laughs> all the spotlight, making my gas prices go up. Jared's yeah. not hearing about frogs and Washington. corn and grain or something. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, that's Ukraine. So yeah. Ukraine is a big producer of grain. So now <laughs> because they can't produce grain, the world is going to have some issues with grain things. And as with everything, it's just prices are going to continue to skyrocket. The grain in Ukraine the grain will, in Ukraine remain. will <laughs> remain on the plane until it's been stained with the blood of the innocent civilians. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> Dr. Mass. Seuss got a little yeah. dark there. Got a little dark there. Well, that's good thing we canceled him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right um well that's it for me jared do you have anything else pressing to bring up uh the hard-hitting issues um i would say this isn't exactly a hard-hitting issue but i find it ironic because i know we talked about um every now and then we've talked about like elon musk or uh twitter Oh um, yeah, Elon like Musk. Elon we were just Musk. talking. Yesterday. We were just talking about Elon Musk last time. And he since, bought that shit. Since our last episode, he bought Twitter. Yeah. Not only did he buy it, how, you know how much he bought it for, Jared? Forty-four million. Forty-four. Sorry, billion dollars. Forty-four. So like one billion dollars is not a thing that the human comprehends. As we talked about, imagine we, we that can't... forty-four times. Forty-four times something you can't comprehend. It's amazing. He better use that to buy stupid Twitter. It just like it further confirms like I wasn't sure how to take Elon Musk there, but now it's like I can't condone this person. So uh, is he now on your naughty list? He's on my naughty list for like he hasn't done anything that like I, that's the thing like you don't have billions of dollars without doing bad things. I don't think it's possible <laughs> yeah, to be a billionaire true. without doing very corrupt things. But I don't know those things because I don't pay attention. But yeah, to buy. I think objectively the worst social media site. So do you think this is dumber than his SpaceX? This is up there. up there. Like, why? What's his end? like? What's his goal? Because like the whole oh, we got to colonize Mars or electric. No, things. we don't. No, I, I agree. We don't have to colonize Mars. It's big I, and red. We don't need it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not one for space travel. I've. So we've talked about this. 
Space yeah. travel silly, but yeah, forty-four billion. Silly what does, and expensive. What does Elon Musk need with Twitter? That's, has he like actually has he said why? Because that's the only thing I've seen is just like it this just guy. Seems like he really likes it and doesn't. I don't know. Wants to give freedom of speech or like, I don't know. It's weird because the the founder of Twitter, the Jack Dorsey guy, is all on board with Musk being the owner because the board of Twitter was originally gonna. They were like, okay, if Elon gets any more stock, we're gonna. What do they call it? Poison the watering hole. Poison. Poison the, the watering it, hole. It's something or like they were basically gonna release a bunch of stock public for really cheap. Mm-hmm. Bas- Try to like yeah, like make it like dilute what his ex- what the expression. Yeah, is. like yeah, I know what you're talking about. Trying to make sure it doesn't get the majority or something. Yeah, but uh, a little did we little did I realize? Like, no, I'm fine with him having it. <laughs> My name's Elon Musk, and I have billions of dollars to just buy Twitter with. Because why? But uh, yeah, I don't get. Like, wasn't Twitter not really a financial gainer anyway? I don't... So, like, from what I understand about Elon Musk, he's, like, he's in the electric sector. Like, he does, like, he has, like, Tesla. He's in, like, that tech sector where, like, Twitter is just nonsense trash garbage that no one needs. No one needs Twitter. Twitter does nothing for us. Mm -hmm. You don't, like... So the thing about, like, Facebook, like, it's... The way it gives you news is bad, it does it in bad ways, but, like, you could argue from some capacity at least it's giving you news. It's not good news, but it's giving you news. And, like, yeah. like there's – we could talk about that next time. Like, is, like, bad news better than no news at all in terms of, like, what's being reported to you? But that's that's a, that's a conversation for another time. But, okay. like, like uh, Twitter doesn't, like – Twitter just gives celebrities a chance to say a quick sentence or two. Like, that's yeah. really what you get out of Twitter. Mm-hmm. I've seen, like, very, very few tweets that I thought were funny. I've seen very few things on Twitter that I thought were interesting. It's mostly just trash garbage. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, but anyway, so this happened just prior to Elon Musk buying it. They were asking um, Jack Dorsey about, like, if he had any regrets as far as, um, like, business decisions and I feel like you'd appreciate this just because we've gone on your well, you've gone on ramps about this. Jack Dorsey says his biggest regret for Twitter was shutting down Vine. <laughs> well, that'll teach him. Yep. I mean, you can bring it back, but like at this point, TikTok. He said the thing. death of Vine is his biggest regret. I thought, and, hey, and I know how much Josh has talked about his love of Vine. That's the thing. So, like, when Vine was popular, I didn't really, like, understand it fully. Like, Neither I knew what it I. was, but I didn't engage with it. And then, like, afterwards, I'm like, oh, these are kind of funny. I think what I liked about it was that it was short yeah. form. Yeah. It was it was funny. It was short form. As usual, but like, that's with the thing, I never My engagement with Vine was 100% after it was gone. Oh, me too. I, like, I'd go on YouTube, <laughs> and it was, like, best Vines. But then I found, like with YouTube, there's a lot of mainstream concrete content creators where it's like all right i don't really care what the paul brothers are doing i'm not interested in that i'm not interested in that so i'd just look i'd go on a deep dive for the homemade amateur vines and you know what some of those really do still have heart they do have heart some of them i didn't care for I know Josh gets pissed off at the what are those what are those except for the jurassic park one the Jurassic park one's fine but like things like that what are those like I don't like, – even, like, when it first came out, I didn't understand what was funny besides, like, a guy was, like, saying something funny. Like, not, like – not saying something, like, in itself was clever or funny, but, like, he was saying in a funny way, which is, like, <laughs> toddler humor. Yeah, that's fair. So 
Which one bothers you more, Vine or TikTok? Uh, probably TikTok because it's a thing that, like, I wasn't in education when Vine was a thing. So, like, now that I'm in, like, the educational yeah. field, it's like... I love TikTok. Let me use TikTok as a... So, yeah, I, had a kid, yeah, I like, think TikTok annoys me just with some of, like, the dance and weird music trend stuff that goes with it. <laughs> yeah, so, like, some beasts with TikTok as an educator one... People now want to try to use TikTok as a source of, like, their info for, like, research things, which is, uh-huh. like, one, it makes sense because I guess you can get research through it, but, like, it also is really hard to cite well, which makes it almost useless information to get because if you can't cite it, like, you can't back it up with anything. You can't research it. Two, we have things like school violence organizing through TikTok. Like, oh, this is school <laughs> violence is day. school violence Yeah, day. freaking things like that that happen, like, not once, but, like, Consistently, what was the one, like bom- a bunch of bomb threats. Yeah, like oh, like- on this day we should all be like we should all make bomb threats to school. Like people organize that because TikTok is this thing targeted at people with squishy brains. So we could make a oh, this is a kick duck day. So yeah, this is kick duck day. Go find a <laughs> go find your best duck and give it a good old <laughs> boot. <laughs> give it a boot and see how far it'll go. Yep. Don't do that, kids. Stop no, it. Don't do it. But- Stop it. Not that off. I, I see mean, what you're we doing. could do that. I on see TikTok you thinking about it. Tens of views. You could get tens of views, or you could, like yeah, that's the thing. Or the <laughs> algorithm's like, oh no, these guys need billions, and now we have people kicking ducks all the time. And like, yep. we're, that's our legacy, Jared. That's <laughs> what we'll be remembered as. Remember the table in a basement? That podcast got really popular because the one about kicking ducks. The one that got people to kick a bunch of ducks. <laughs> They're in jail now. <laughs> they spray painted a courthouse because <laughs> they thought they couldn't get tried there. <laughs> State law. They know nothing of our political, of our sorry, our judicial system. I know nothing of either, really. <laughs> I know enough that it makes me sick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I got a speeding ticket. That's probably my uh, my biggest dabble. I've with had the judicial t- I've system. taken lots, not lots, a handful of law classes, and what I know about our system is that it's bad. It's, it's mm. not good. It I had work. a class on contract law. That's about all I. Oh boy, that sucked. Legal, that sounds... legal environment of business. I had oh. lots of tort laws messed up. Like most of how like we like the prison system and how it interacts with the court system is weird because the prison system is like objectively bad. Like the way like as we know just from like privatized, one, privatized, and like as we know from like people that we know that work for prisons, like it's not <laughs> good. It's not. They're not well run and they don't make sense. It's mostly like demeaning people in very odd ways. <laughs> Like, hey, like, you want food? I just dropped it on the floor. Mm-hmm. Here you go. <laughs> we put the pedophiles without a pedophile because so they probably won't hit each other. <laughs> it's weird, weird things like that. Like-minded individuals. Like-minded. <laughs> Why? We, could, we should say at that top. That feels like we could talk about the political – like, the prison – not the – jeez. The prison system. The political system is a prison for our country. But yeah. the prison system itself is the thing I feel like that would be fun to talk about in length. But – um. I guess. We would need uh, – I have two of our buddies in time uh, – one that's currently working and one that was formerly yes. who's never been on the podcast before. We should – yeah, we should – we'll try to reach out. As you all know by this point, our friends might be dead. <laughs> COVID might have taken them yeah. into the sweet, sweet sleep that – Or family obligations, but it, it could either be way, COVID. Either yeah. way, unacceptable, but – so, yeah, uh, we'll work on that for next time. We have our homework. Your homework is to not kick ducks. I swear if you do it and you say it's in my name, I will be so disappointed. Do not. Don't, do not, don't kick ducks. Don't everybody. kick ducks. Don't kick ducks. Please and thank you. Uh, don't kick geese either. I made a pretty good plea for that. But, like, if you see one, just, like, make fun of it. Now, now geese are mean. They're don't mean. Me they are but, jerks. Like, but so, like, kick. something 
I'll level with you. I'll meet you in the middle. If you see a goose, make fun of it. Yeah. There we go. Make fun of geese. Exactly. All right. Well, uh, have a good whatever it is you happen to be doing. Like and subscribe and tell your friends and listen to us out loud without your headphones in so everybody passively hears us in, like, the most inappropriate time. Exactly. All those good things to expose our stupid little thing we do in the woods. But it's earnest. It is. It's stupid, but it's earnest, and that's what we go for Ernest goes to jail. Ernest. (laughs) I think that was one of them. Probably. There's a lot of those, but... All right. Good night, everybody. Bye. Have a good one.